This is the Ohio Indie Report. I'm Veda Scott, and you're listening to Justin Summers, who won a date with me at AIW's J-Lit Tournament. Network. It is February and we are starting up the year of 2015 and AIW has a lot, a lot going on and I want to welcome you to this episode and for those of you who have never listened to the Ohio Indie Report, basically despite the name, because the name has come from the history of where, where this particular show came from, but Mostly on this show, we talk about AIW, and I preview the AIW shows that are coming up, and we have one coming up, well, today. <laughs> yeah, I like to put these together late. It's it's basically the way I do things. I like to do it when matches are fully announced, and at the same time, I feel like if you're going to listen to the show, listen to the show on the way to the event or the day of, so you get yourself pumped for this show. I know I am. The 2015 already seems to be a monumental year. 
in AIW, and there's there's already been a, like a handful of events already talked about, already planned, and just that alone is there's a lot going on. So basically, we're gonna get right into it, and we're gonna start off with I choo choo choose you today, February twentieth, two thousand fifteen. 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel School, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. The tickets for this, this is the first time AAW is introducing the $30 VIP front row with limited quantities, and it's his sold out. You can get the general mission tickets at the door for $20. And this this card is... Uh, I mean, where, where do we begin on this on the very quick rundown? But we will start with Cole Cabana and Chris Saban, Brian Myers versus Cliff Compton. The GNO Spotlight Match, Veda Scott and Team Barely Legal versus Taylor Hendricks, Marty Bell and Mary Elizabeth Monroe. Now, later in the show, during the rundown, I have a very special guest, and we'll get to that later. But when this the, that part was recorded, which was only last night, or I should say Wednesday night, it was still unknown about Taylor Hendricks's injury. So, uh, yesterday, AIW made the announcement that Mary Elizabeth Monroe would be taking the spot. So, just just keep that in mind on later on. So, we got this match. The, like I said, Veda Scott and Team Barely Legal versus Taylor Hendricks, Mary Elizabeth Monroe, and Marty Bell. Dudes on TV, DJZ, Ethan Carter III, and Raymond Rowe versus Josh Prohibition, Johnny Gargano, and Alex Daniels. A four-way for the AIW Tag Team titles, The Forgotten versus The Beaver Boys versus Infinity and Beyond, which is Cheech and Colin Delaney versus The Returning The Batiri. The AIW Intense title match, Davey Vega versus Eric Ryan versus Jonathan Grisham versus Tyson Dukes. A six-way scramble match, Joshua Singh versus Flip Kendrick versus Candice LeRae versus three people who have are going to make their debut. That's Tyler Thomas, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, and Alessandro El Bruno. A dream partner tag team match of Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page with both having mystery tag team partners. And the main event, the absolute title match, Tim Dons versus Ricky Shane Page. Also appearing at the event is Dennis Stamp from Beyond the Mat fame, and Grado will finally be in America, be in Cleveland, Ohio. So that's the really, really quick rundown, and for now, let's get to this. After Josh Prohibition's match, Raymond Rowe came out. And he had these things to say about and to Josh Prohibition. Josh Prohibition, what you taught me more than anything was about loyalty. A couple years ago, when we had our falling out, Josh, what was it about? It was about the fact that I injured someone in a professional wrestling ring. I did what you taught me to do. I was vicious, I was violent, and I was dangerous. And you turned your back on me. When I needed you most, when the world was lined up against Raymond Rowe, where was Josh Prohibition? 
Josh Prohibition was telling anyone that would listen how dangerous, how unprofessional Raymond Rowe had become. How he didn't even know the person that I was anymore. I was just following your lead, Josh. A firestorm to purify. Do you remember anything of the man you used to be? That's a legitimate question. Do you remember the man you used to be? Because I do. I remember as an 18-year-old kid, hero-worshipping Josh Prohibition. Here was a man that stood for everything that I held dear. Here was a man who would fight anyone, at any time, for honor, for respect. He'd fight for his friends, he'd fight for his family, he'd fight for anyone except me. He showed when the chips were down, he was nothing but a coward. Then it gets worse. Josh Prohibition from Salt Lake City. You claim Salt Lake City because history lesson for everybody here. There was a group, there was a straight edge gang that used to tear apart people like the guys in this room that would drink every weekend. They'd carve X's in their back with razor blades. That's why Josh Prohibition from Broadview Heights is announced from Salt Lake City. The name Prohibition is taken from a time when you weren't allowed to drink in this company because the man that I used to respect, the man that I used to look to as a hero, used to be straight edge. Your goddamn name is Prohibition. How can you look yourself in the mirror and turn your back on everything you used to stand for? Everything you told everyone you stood for? You're a disgrace. All these people love you. Why? At Absolution, he wrestled another best friend. Noticing a trend here? Used to be a best friend. Josh, Mr. Loyalty, Mr. Respect, wrestled M-Dog, Matt Cross. Guy he came up with. Guy who is starving following his dream to be a professional wrestler. Josh Prohibition wins the match. What's he do with his money? He buys a round of beer for the crowd. loyalty to the wrong thing. See, Josh, I'm loyal to those that are loyal to me. You lost my respect six years ago, and you've been living a lie ever since. Now, 
My arm is broke. My thumb is broke. I've got two plates, 16 screws, enough metal in here to carve into your back. Don't you dare retire before you step in this ring one-on-one -on -one with Raymond Rowe. If you're a man at all, if you have any ounce of self-respect left in your body, do not retire until your last match. And I guarantee it will be your last match is against Raymond Rowe. You know what, over the last six months in AIW, I have to say that this is the probably the strangest six months I've ever had in professional wrestling. Believe me, I've had some strange days. First, like you mentioned, Matt Cross turns his back on me, throws away 20 years of friendship. And that wasn't because of choices I made, that's because of jealousy. That's why Matt Cross threw away our friendship. And then here I see Ray Rowe in an AIW ring. I feel like I've entered into some kind of bizarre alternate universe. I never thought I'd see this in my entire life. And you have one thing right, Ray. You said a lot of stuff, but here's one thing I'll agree with. You wouldn't be standing here. You never would have stood in a professional wrestling ring if it wasn't for me taking you in my basement, showing you how to chain wrestle. And you know what I noticed? You know who you gave credit to for training you? Lou Marconi. The guy taught you how to do drop toeholds for two weeks, and you're going to claim that he trained you. So talk about loyal to those that are loyal to you. You wouldn't even admit that I trained you. And you want to talk about something? When I train a guy, I don't just train him as a professional wrestler. I speak into their life. I try to give them wisdom because I've made all kinds of mistakes. And here's the thing. Every time you came at a fork in the road, Ray, you went the wrong way. No matter how many times I told you, Ray, don't do it, you did. You played the walkers' path of resistance. Is that what you call it? Is that what you call the bad decisions you made in your life, your path of resistance? I got another name for it, Ray. It's a firestorm. Everything you touch turns to ash. Every relationship, every friendship, your marriage. You were a heavyweight wrestler at Case Western University. You had it made. You were going to one of the best colleges in the country. And you threw it away. You know why? So you could go make eight bucks an hour at Peabody's as a bouncer until you got an assault charge and thrown in jail. So, instead of becoming an education major and a collegiate wrestler, you decided to join a gang? And you want me to stand by and be loyal to that? While you go and throw your life away? You want me to stand by and give my stamp of approval? My loyalty to that? It made me sick to my stomach to see you throw your life away. It made me want to throw up, and I couldn't take it anymore. So if I say turn my back on you, you turned your back on me when you threw every piece of advice
This is Mr. Underrated Davey Vega, and you are listening to the Ohio Indie Report. Booyah! All right, and welcome back. And before we get into the breakdown that is I Choo Choo Choose You, we, I failed to mention in the, the first segment some of these other events that are coming up that have already been announced. So we will start at the top and work our way down. Gauntlet for the Gold 10, Friday, March 20th, 2015, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. Let's let's face it. From here till further notice, that seems to be where the shows are. Every show that has been announced, that is where it's going to be. So it is, one more time, just to get out of the way, Our Lady of Mount Carmel School. It is in the back, because that is listed on the flyer, it is in the back. 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. Front row tickets are sold out, but you can still get general admission tickets for $20. Doors open at 645. And then we move on to the merry month of April. That is the the hip-hop slash rap event of the year. This year it is Make em Say Uh... <clears throat> na 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 Make em Say Uh... Okay, never mind. Friday, April 24th, 2015, once again, 7.30 bell time, same place. VIP tickets, I believe just, they went on sale this week, and they are sold out. $20 general mission tickets, still available, doors open at 6.45. Already announced for that show is Mickey James and the Young Bucks. 
And then there is the annual JT Lightning Invitational Tournament, the JLIT. The 24-person tournament, Friday, May 22nd and May 23rd, 7.30 bell time, still at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Ticket info is not available just yet, but they are throwing out the, the fan fest. There won't be a fan fest this year because, I don't know exactly what reason, but, you know, my win streak as being the winner of the date auction, that, uh, that's going to continue, well, my streak of one, so I won't be contested this year, so that's good to know. But in the place of FanFest, there will be Girls' Night Out 15, Saturday, May 23rd, 2015, with a 3 o'clock bell time. Announced on the flyer, that is, is Veda Scott, Athena, Heidi Loveless, Alexa Nicole, Mia Yim, Jenny Rose, Allison Kay, Candice LeRae, and Marty Bell. And before we get into the breakdown, let's go into this promos, both from separate members of Dudes on TV. Did you look at these pictures? Yeah. Did you see what we did tonight? <laughs> In London. Right. Wembley Arena. Yeah. And guess what was there? TV cameras. TV cameras. Why is that? Because we're dudes on TV. <laughs> now, unfortunately, the next day end of your show, our good friend and dog cannot be there. Yeah. Oh, man. He's a busy guy. He is a busy guy. I mean, he's doing so great on TV. But do you know anybody from Cleveland who's on TV? Mm. Drew Carey. He's Drew on Carey, TV. Yeah. Um, from Cleveland. LeBron James is on TV. LeBron James. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Crazy Bone. Lazy Bone. Wishbone! Busy bone! Bone, 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 bone. But speaking of bones, perhaps as a replacement for M-Dog, we have a man who throws T-bones. Oh, he breaks bones. He does break bones. <laughs> At AIW, February 23rd. 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 Either way. 23rd, 1-2. We're busy guys! We got busy TV schedules. <laughs> We're bringing in a dude on TV who has not been in the AW for a very long time. Mm. Josh Corbishan, perhaps you know him. Raymond Rowe. <laughs> I love it. That's why it's on TV. It's so good. It's so good. Hey. Oh, what's up? We just want to do a wish EC3, DJ Z, and Ray Rowe. Good luck. They don't need it. We know that. <laughs> Not at all, because they're part of dudes on TV. And welcome back to the Ohio Indie Report right here on the Ohio Wrestling Network and the Trending Topics Network. We got a special guest to go down this this massive card for I Choo Choo Choose You. And there's none other returning to the show for the, I'm going to say, fourth or fifth time. I have to count. But it's none other than Aaron Bauer. Hard interruption. You know, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just go with your count of either four or five. Uh, thank God Jake Lemons isn't counting because he wouldn't be able to get past two. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where he would get stuck, but 
I'm pretty sure you've probably been on the most episodes. Well, you know, uh, I provide a lot of insight, and I got all the scoops, right? That's that's very true. It's one reason why we have to have you on as many times as we can. And uh, so far, my record in picking matches, uh, predicting the outcomes, the winners, I, I believe I'm a perfect uh, 77-0. and 0, so, uh, Somewhere yeah. like, along the lines of that. Especially with that uh, that J-Lit bracket you gave us. Oh, yeah, I clean sweep on that one. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> anyway, let's. We're gonna. We're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about uh, a handful of these matches. Try to get a little bit in depth on them, and then we're going to st- start over and then make picks or, and briefly talk briefly talk about some of these other matches. And I think we are gonna start this off by talking about. The dudes on TV, Zima Ion or Shima Zion, however you want, whatever you want to call them, EC3 and Ray Rowe going up against Josh Prohibition, Alex Daniels, and Johnny Gargano. I I don't know what to say about this match. There's a, a, a lot going on. Ray Rowe coming back, uh, EC3 hopefully being able to wrestle because he was supposed to be on the last two cards and he wasn't for obvious reasons, but he seems to be ripped and ready to go. DJ Z, who everybody loves him, and Gargano, Prohibition Daniels. I, I, This is awesome. Yeah, this one, uh, you're starting right off the bat with the match that I'm looking most forward to. Uh, out of this whole stacked killer lineup, this is the one that I'm really uh, anxious to see. you got a DJ Z, former AIW Absolute Champion, um, part of you know, maybe the original AIW. Uh, Raymond Rowe, who was actually office and part of the original AIW, uh, and then was gone after a bitter break for seven years. And then, uh, you know, we got EC3, who was uh, the deviant, who was the AIW champion, made his name, got his start in AIW. So, uh, you get that team. And then the other team, Josh Prohibition, who's an original, but he also kind of, you know, he guides these younger wrestlers, this, uh, newer generation, you know, the AIW Wrestling Academy, Alex Daniels specifically. Josh is taking him under his wing. Uh, his, the Alex Daniels trainer is Johnny Gargano, a uh, former AIW absolute champion and 10th division champion. And, uh, you know, he's trained by the best, Alex Daniels is. We've seen him put on some uh, spectacular performances, and this is going to be really the true test right here. And I'm sure he was nervous in his first couple matches. Uh, he performed well, and how's he going to perform, though, on this level? And with so much on the line, with Raymond Rowe coming back and the bad blood, the bitter, bitter rivalry that he has with Josh Prohibition, and with the new AIW, uh, this is going to be tremendous. And I'm looking for hard-hitting. I'm looking for butt-kicking. I'm looking for uh, high-flying. It's going to be a little bit of everything. Ray Rowe, a suplex machine. Uh, mostly been in ROH lately. And, you know, DJZ and EC3, part of that total nonstop action roster. This is going to be off the hook. I, I think this is definitely a match that if Alex Daniels really wants to make his mark in AIW, this is where you do it, where you have two vets in your corner and three of the top names to come out of AIW. Uh, not to discount anybody else, but they, I mean, these three are 
somewhere towards the top of the list, if not the top, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, I, I, I personally, I love seeing EC3 in the ring every time. Um, he brings uh, an intensity that I love. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not discounting anybody, just my my own personal opinion, but definitely a, a match that one of the many, because the thing, like, we're only going to cover, like, about four matches in depth. But as far as my count, there's a good, like, most of this card, if not all of the card, is something to be excited about. Really, just talking about this card, it's getting me tired. Because sometimes that, that's, that's, I mean, as a fan, that's what happens sometimes, where you get so in, a, into a match where you it just drains you. And and then we have, we're have we going to have another match right after that where it's going to do the same thing. It's going to happen over and over again until the end of the night, and then you feel like you were in the ring for about 20 minutes. No oh, man, I'll be uh, you know I'll be blown up calling these matches. I'm just going to be calling the matches, and I'm going to be blown up. Alex Daniels, this is the opportunity of his lifetime, his young career right now, because not only is he in the ring with these guys, but this is going to be the most watched AIW show uh, live, audience wise, and then I'm sure DVD wise, uh, MP3, MP4, whatever. The Smart Mark Video is going to have this up. With the quickness, as they always do, and uh, people are going to know Alex Daniels one way or another. So, you know, it's make or break time for this kid. Other promoters are going to be watching. Uh, this kid's going to get a lot of bookings, or he's going to fall flat on his face and get no bookings at all. But there's uh, so many underlying storylines here. And before we we go any further, uh, kind of a cheap plug here for the show that. Uh, Ohio in your report did sponsor a video that when it was a full match, one of my favorite matches in AIW, actually probably the favorite of Marion Fontaine versus Chuck Taylor. And rewatching that reminded me of one thing. I miss Pedro on commentary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes it was fun with Pedro, um, but he has uh, many jobs. Pedro is one of those yes. unfun heroes in AIW where he's not just the ring announcer, but he also uh, builds the ring and does set construction, and you know, he uh, does a lot of things backstage and time cues. So uh, it was a bit overwhelming for Pedro, especially when we were in Turner's to make that long run from in the ring to all the way out to the mm-hmm. commentary table. It would have been too much, and uh, maybe someday we can get Pedro back in on some commentary, but... As for now, he's happy doing what he's doing, and uh, we're happy that he's not a crazy madman uh, running around doing eight million different things. Instead, he's doing you know seven million nine hundred ninety nine thousand ninety nine things. I totally agree. I, I just had to say that I, I missed the that dynamic of him on commentary. It's been three years since he's been on commentary, but. I'm not discounting anybody. Like I, I probably love everybody else on commentary too, but just hearing that because I had heard it for a while, I was like, "Oh damn, that was that was fun." But we'll get into the next match and the GNO Spotlight match. Uh, one of my favorite friends of the show, Veda Scott, with Team Barely Legal going up against Taylor Hendricks, Angela Lane, and Marty Bell. I love everybody in this match, to be honest. So do I. I, um, I think I, it's because Angel's Lane hasn't been in AIW for. I remember was she at the last GNO? Because I missed those tapings. No, she, she was not there. 
Okay, yeah, because I know she's had a couple injuries over the past uh, couple years where she's been on and off. Um, I know. She, I think the last time I remember her was last winter, last March for the GNO tapings. Uh, Taylor Hendricks is always, always, always great to have. Marty Bell's the same way. Love Team Barely Legal and Veda Scott, who's my favorite, obviously, because I paid almost $300 to go on a date with her. So. <laughs> hey, that was barely legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a story that I, I can tell now, but at the time, the the girlfriend that I was with didn't know that I spent the money that I did. <laughs> And when she found out about it, when she found out, she wasn't happy. Granted, it was my own money, and it was not anything that went towards bills. But it's just like you spent that much money on this, and I was just kind of like, yeah. So, but yeah. And now you're no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. But hey, Veda Scott, uh, I'll let her know that you know, uh, you're you're open to maybe pursuing a relationship. The two of you. Well, there's no there's no date auction this year, so sad. I'm, I'm sure something could be arranged. I mean, you know, Vader Scott. <laughs> I, I know AIW enough to. <laughs> I know they're gonna. I know they're gonna. They're gonna want my money one way or another. There <laughs> might be a date auction with great overseers. <laughs> that still might get money. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. You know, I, I love GNO. You know, uh, the female athletes are so beyond what female athletes used to be, and uh, all these girls are such hard workers, especially uh, Team Barely Legal. These are like two 18-year-old girls that went to school together and grew up together and are teaming together, and they are barely legal, but they have a legal advisor now as a partner in their little faction here. They're fun to watch. Uh, The promos that they cut together, and uh, I, I was laughing all day. There's frozen stickers. There was uh, a lot going on, and they're uh, they're an enjoyable, uh, not a tandem, but a uh, tripletta. That's the word, and uh, <laughs> it's gonna be good to see. Love you know. Glad to be spotlighting them on I choose 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 you, which uh, I think I'm going to choose 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 to give all three of those lovely ladies a Valentine card for uh, related Valentine's Day. I might have to do, uh, do it for all six. <laughs> yeah, all six. Hey, you can do that too. Marty Bell, she's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I, I think it's the uh, the accent does it for me. And, <laughs> and her quality uh, wrestling holds and maneuvers. I, I think too. You don't. If you don't give one to Angelus Lane, she she might snap and go crazy. She's been known to have those moments in the ring where. Uh, she goes off and she ends up screaming like a wild banshee. Well, see, that's that's why I didn't want to give her one because I'm afraid she'll beat me up if I do. Um, because yeah, like you said, she she is crazy. That hair is crazy of hers, and who knows what she could be hiding in there? Brass knuckles, whip, uh, broken glass. Who knows? Well, her and Marty Bell—they both might be hiding weapons in their hair. <laughs> Marty Bell, yeah. She's definitely got a. She's got some quality hair. Taylor Hendricks too. I mean, uh, her hair is perfectly fine, and everything about her is perfectly fine. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, let's get to this match. There, there's a lot of possibilities here, and that's the Dream Partner Tag Team Match, 
Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page, both with mystery tag team partners. I've I'm really at a loss of who who's going to pick who for their partner. Um, I think I can pick who Ethan's is, maybe, but even I could be surprised at the same time too. But I Eddie Kingston, I I have no clue whatsoever. Kingston, you know what's funny about both of these guys actually is that nobody likes either one of them. Uh, Bully Gully and Page made a lot of enemies during the initial couple of years here in AIW. So, uh, all we go, uh, the cockiness, uh, he doesn't have very many allies. And mm-hmm. the ones that he did, Lewis Linden, he super kicked him to the curb, and Sparks uh, never made it to the curb because she was stopped at the border and not allowed to come to the United States. So, she, uh, who knows, things may have been worked out. Um, you better hope he finds someplace. And Eddie Kingston doesn't like anybody. I think people might want to like Eddie Kingston, but Eddie Kingston likes nobody. Eddie Kingston's mm-hmm. closest confidant and ally is the Duke. And he doesn't even like the Duke. So it's just, there's a business arrangement there. And you know, I could see the Duke. I mean, we could get a match that we tried to have before. Ethan Page, Louisiana Sparks versus the Duke and Eddie Kingston. Um, possibilities are endless. Kingston, he, he could go outside of, of AIW and get somebody. Uh, same with Ethan Page. Nah, that's, that's the key. Uh, of how how these minds are going to go, of who they're going to pick. There has to be somebody that maybe it's not that they've made friends with somebody. It's somebody who's big enough enemies of the other. Yeah, valid point. Um, but I, I'm, there, this has been going on for for months, and I'm curious to see where this this avenue goes. I'd like to see uh, Ethan Page pick. Yeah, W President Matt Wadsworth is his partner because then I'd like to see Eddie Kingston beat down Matt Wadsworth. That's just personal. Maybe I'll be Kingston's partner. We uh, have done commentary together. We've been partners at the broadcast booth. So who knows? You know, uh, I made a pretty good showing at last year's gauntlet for the gold. And I was going to bring that up. Yeah. That was a <laughs> that was impressive. So you've you've done Gauntlet. Next stop, uh, tag teaming with Eddie Kingston. I don't know that uh, I'm anybody's dream partner, but stranger things have happened in AIW. So yes, n- mostly Southside Sinclair. <laughs> what if he was somebody's dream tag team partner? Southside Sinclair is uh, Eddie Kingston's dream partner, and Johnny Beef is a legally engaged dream partner. I can go with that. He, he has been MIA. Eastside Eddie and some possibilities to go to AIW's past. The Masked Fish. There's a number of individuals. Mr. RBI. Huh? Fruit and winners. <laughs> oh, fruit on one side, winners on the other. Mm-hmm. And you know, winners has that. Long-standing feud with Colt Cabana. They've wrestled each other twice. Winners could be coming back. And what season is it right now? Winter. That's true. I think we're on to something. The winter of winters. It could be lights out for all Eagle Ethan Page. 
already jinxed him. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Colt Cabana, Colt Cabana versus Chris Saban. Colt Cabana, who recently had a what was that a, a Rolling Stone article about him? Yes. The 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 buzz for Colt Cabana. Has, I would say it's it's not that it's never gone away, but it seems like right now it's at a it's at a higher than it's ever been, uh, or at least not for a while. Oh, Cabana's yeah, right now he's the most popular wrestler not in WWE, TNA, even Ring of Honor. Uh, talk about a self-made man there. Created an empire, and uh, what a good thing! You know, what a way to you know, create an example and show everybody that you can make it on this level. You just have to be smart about everything. Caban, I would never paint him as a, as a businessman, but he obviously is. Yeah, and having this match with Chris Saban, I don't know, is this, it's not a first time ever, but this is definitely a match that, I don't know how to explain it, it's just, this is just one of those, it's a headline match. Fan, 
hasn't seen Beyond the Mat and hasn't quoted. But Terry, I'm not booked a million times. So uh, this is going to be a feel-good moment when Dennis Stamp arrives and absolutely touch wrestling. The fact that he's here, it's you're not going to find any other way to meet Dennis Stamp unless you probably go to his home, knock on his door, and ask to meet him. And unfortunately, we're not in Texas. We are in Ohio. So this is just, it, it's, it feels like it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hey, uh, you know, I will say that most people that are in this business, uh, you know, not even in this business, you know, fans of this business, too, um, you ask them who they want to meet most in professional wrestling. Um, everybody says Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Um, for me personally, Dennis Stamp. This guy is, uh, he's got a legend about him. Do we know if he's bringing the tra- a trampoline? If there's not a trampoline there, I mean, uh, I mean, we may have to have Pedro get down on all fours and have Dennis Stamp just jump on him using him as a trampoline with some weights mm-hmm. and uh, some tight underwear. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay to see that either way. And also, like I had mentioned too, uh, Grado, he finally does America. Yes, we do America uh, at WrestleMania several months ago. Things didn't work out, uh, but they're working out now. He's going to be here, and first time ever in America. And he's going to get intense. Absolutely intense. I'll tell you too. I mean, you know, Grado, he's somebody that just loses intensity. Mm-hmm. It seems like it'd be the perfect fit to be in AIW, and so that's finally going to happen at I two two choose you. And you know, WrestleMania might not have been the right time for him. Definitely wasn't the right name of an event for him to show up. I choo choo choose you. That makes me think of Grado. It makes me think of Dennis Stamp. These guys need to be. Mm-hmm. And since you're the man with the scoops. I want to briefly touch on the absolute title match. Sure. Tim Dons versus Ricky Shane Page, and there's been rumors going out that, uh, not to say rumors, it's uh, Donst has tweeted out about being in the hospital or something like that for a couple of days. Uh, do you have the, the scoops on his status or whatnot? Oh, uh, you know, he's hurt. Can't lie there. Uh, he's made it pretty public lately. He's not maybe at 100%. I know he wants to be there. I know he wants to defend that title. It's, uh, it's between him and, you know, his doctors right now. Uh, I think you know, he'll do anything as well to be there, the fighting champion. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens. But, you know, as far as I can't give you a 100% answer, yes or no, what he's going to do. But I know that either way, Ricky Shane Page is prepared for to be in an AIW Absolute Championship match. He felt that he should have walked out of Turner's Hall, the last wrestling show in Turner's Hall, as the AIW champion. That was his storybook ending right there for wrestling in Turner's Hall because Ricky Shane Page wrestled 10 years ago in Turner's Hall for CAPW. And he felt like him being an AIW original, you know, he was on the first card, AIW, it, it would have been apropos for him to walk out as a champion 
he did not do that. He got frustrated. Uh, he's disappointed, and how he takes that disappointment and that anger and how he channels it, that'll be interesting to see. Don shows up, Ricky Champagne's maybe ready to party. I mean, he always is. Light tubes, barbed wire, tables, glass, thumbtacks. I guarantee he's going to bring all of that in order to win the championship. I I totally agree. He's a guy that he, he it's who I had my money on in, in that match. Um, and it, it, it did kind of suck not seeing him win, but he's back at it again. Ho- uh, hopefully, I would. I mean, I'd much rather see this in a matchup instead of maybe Ricky just being handed the belt or or, or whatever might happen to it. Ricky has wanted to be champion, and he he needs that moment where he actually wins it. He's probably the hottest wrestler in AEW right now. You know, whether it's with wins or losses, or that maybe not even what I'm I'm talking about, but more like uh, amongst the fans. He's got such a great following right now. There's a real, real strong connection between Ricky Shane Page and the AIW faithful. So they're loving him, and they'd really love to see him come out as champion. And I don't know anybody with a bigger heart than Ricky Shane Page, except for maybe Tim Downs, who fought and fought and fought and overcame so many obstacles uh, in order to get that championship. And we're looking at it like Downs is hurt when this may be a ploy. This could be a mind game. This could be something that he's setting Ricky up for, giving him a false sense of security. Don shows up maybe 100% and brings everything he has right to Ricky Shane Page. We'll see. We will see. And let's get into uh, making some picks for uh, the rest of the card and going back to the, the matches that we've already talked about. Um, we'll start with Brian Myers versus Cliff Compton. Uh, another, definitely a, a marquee matchup. If I were to if I were to have to pick one, I kind of like Brian Myers in this one. Yeah, you know what? I like Myers, too. I would say that AIW is bringing SmackDown back to Friday night. It's definitely going to be a Friday night SmackDown between these two. It's going to be like Domino versus uh, the Edgehead. So, uh, yeah, I like Brian Myers for sure in this one. Uh, this is definitely an interesting match. Another Definitely another headlining match. Uh, possible to steal the show, the intense title match champion, Davey Vega, going up against Eric Ryan... Jonathan Grisham and Tyson Dukes, Mr. Entertainment himself. Yeah, and the entertainers, you know, he's going to get picks. He's getting ready. Um, I can't see anybody else, even possibly, you know, uh, capable of taking that championship off of Baby Vega and the role he's been on. Baby Vega defended that belt against Top Talent, and not only against Top Talent, but he's also defended it in you know, scramble matches. He's defended it against you know several people at a, in one match at a time. He's defended against uh, Saban. You know he's he's got a, a list of opponents that he's beaten, and he is a credible champion. He beat Lewis Linden, who was on a hell of a roll. So mm-hmm. I like Vega. I like Vega a lot right now but not as much as I like the entertainer types of dudes. And that's made me watch grass grow and paint dry, and it became entertaining. 
this match is definitely guaranteed to be entertaining with the, the participants. And then if I'm going to pick somebody, it's hard for me to pick against Davey Vega. Just I'm not picking that against him just yet, but Tyson Dukes, if I had to put money on somebody else, it would be him. Hey, how, you know, how, how good is Dukes right now, and how uh, much of a following is he starting to get? He's doing a wave to people, and that's entertaining. People are waving back to Viking Dukes. Uh, so maybe when he came up short in his bids for the AIW Absolute title, that he was maybe going to cut back on some of the calling and some of the you know, his antics of trying to be entertaining. But instead, instead of getting more serious, he says he needs to become even more entertaining. I love it. Different strategy right there. And that's how champions are made. Speaking of uh, another champions, another championship match, the AIW Tag Team titles in a uh, four-way match, the Forgotten, the champions, going up against the Beaver Boys to Infinity and Beyond, and the Bat- the returning Batiri. Yeah. Um, I, Beaver Boys, man, they were impressive. How impressive were they? You know, I know you had to like them. Oh, yeah. And what about AIW's track record here? I mean, we've got some guys that have come in. Like the Beaver Boys, talent that we've discovered that people didn't know that they're they're going to know or that they ended up knowing. Uh, you start back with uh, go back to EC3. Uh, he got his first major championship in AIW, the AIW Absolute Champion. Uh, we discovered Ethan Page. People didn't know about him. Uh, we have discovered Beta Scott. Her third, fourth match ever was in AIW. She was discovered by more or less. You know, so mm-hmm. you got a team like the Beaver Boys. They could take it. And then you have <coughs> you have two veterans of Cheech and Colin Delaney, the former AIW Tag Team Champions, the Batiri, the current AIW Tag Team Champions, the Forgotten. Um, I think if I want to pick somebody... I kind of like the for, the forgotten right now. I had always kind of thought you liked the forgotten, especially Mercer. Yes, yes. Uh, we have finally we have buried the hatchet. <laughs> we are we are. I don't say we're friends, but he has unblocked me from Twitter, and yeah, I, and, and we're good now. Yeah. See, everybody's growing. Everybody, you know, this is a great time to be part of of the AIW experience. And uh, how smart. Are they forgotten? I mean, Jimmy Jacobs is a mastermind. So, you know, I'm really going to like their chances. I, I don't know, you know, maybe see anybody beating them. Not outsmarting them, that's for sure. No. Uh, Whitmer and Jacobs, it's... Everything that's the, my boy. Everything the, the Forgotten has done up until now, I mean, granted, it's, it's, has it been a year? Not even. And they're already tag team champions, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's de- it's definitely hard to knock these guys off their podium, especially when you have a guy like Mercer who I don't know might be there, might not be there. If he if he's there, that definitely stacks it in in their advantage. But even if he's not there, it doesn't say they're at a disadvantage. It's just that tilts it even more to them. So uh, yeah, if I'm picking anybody, I gotta pick the forgotten. And if you're off of uh, you know the internet lately. You see on a lot of the 
on uh, uh, web pages. I mean, my series had some uh, some looks from WWE NXT. He's been you know, back in TNA a little bit here and there. And, uh, just more experience. He's a wanted man. So he had that along with the brains and the ruthlessness of Jimmy Jacobs and E.J. Whitmer. Looking unstoppable. And the last match that we haven't covered, uh, a very interesting match, the six-way scramble match, which is... Do we get a scramble match on every single... Uh, event now, maybe except for Jaylet. Well, maybe get that. That's normally on uh, day two, but it's it's uh, it's almost become a staple. Yeah, definitely, and it should be. You know, if there's not a scramble match on every AIW event. You know, they're very well suited. How good are those matches? Uh, people are making names for themselves in those matches. People are coming out of there a lot stronger than they went in. You know, it's it's sink or swim. And we've got uh, young guys there I was talking about before. You know, it's uh, untapped talent that needs to be uh, showcased. And we're finding all these guys that had a history of it, and we're going to find some more here. And with this match, it's Candice Del Rey, or Candice LeRae, when I say Del Rey, Candice LeRae versus Flip Kendrick versus Joshua Singh versus three names that have yet to ever debut in AIW, and I don't even know their background, but Tyler Thomas... Uh, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, and I'm hoping I'm going to get this name right, Alessandro Del Bruno. Yeah. Well, you got it right. Congratulations. Uh, hard name to get. And, um, boy, I have seen some footage of these guys. Never seen them in person yet, but I've seen some footage, and they're going to light the place on fire. Um, yeah, TT, we like to call him. Well, we don't like to call him. Uh, he's He's called this in uh, other circles. Uh, he's a uh, former child actor. He was in that show Home Improvement. Uh, uh, Jonathan Tyler Thomas made, made a little bit of a name for himself there. And then, and like every child actor, uh, hit some hard times, made some bad financial decisions, uh, maybe got into some recreational activities that I don't want to go into right now. But he did a stint or two in rehab. He's great as a whistleblower. We're going to make his name in AIW and in professional wrestling. And I got to respect that. So he's a uh, ground and pound type of guy. Hot sauce. Obviously, he is uh, a former sumo wrestler from the Isle of Tonga and uh, relocated to Japan at the tender age of 27. Uh, he got his black belt in sumo, and he will be looking to Akibono, everybody in the ring. And his finish is a bonsai splash. And I could see him making a, a big splash in AIW. And then uh, Alexandro Alejandro Pena, he's a Dominican Republic um, commissioner of fair trade and gaming, big game hunting there. Um, and he'll bring those skills to the ring. And he's uh, business savvy as well as um, skilled in the art of uh, elephant poaching. And he'll be looking to poach some elephants in this scramble match. 
And who do you got winning this? A scramble match? Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, Bobby Beverly. Bobby Beverly is not in this match. Oh, uh, um, when I say Bobby Beverly, I mean uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Because he's the only one that's been to WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, I, I believe he was the guest timekeeper uh, for the match, uh, Diesel versus Shawn Michaels, when Shawn came out with Jenny McCarthy and Diesel mm-hmm. came out with Jamal Anderson. I think, I'm, see, I think I'm going to pick Joshua Singh. Oh, oh yeah. uh, he's, he's a good pick, too. I would, uh, I'll venture to say it's going to be a six-way countout. Is that even possible? And we'll see. Jake, Jake Clemens doesn't have that many fingers. <laughs> I think uh, I think Dave Dawson's going to have to officiate that match. Probably he's probably going to have to. Maybe Tom Dunn, except that he'd end up being the tallest man in the ring and the oldest. Combine every wrestler's age in the match, and then you'd get Tom Dunn. I, I believe it. Yeah, he um, when he first broke into the business, he was Tom did, but if he's been around so long, then it's Tom Dunn. And let's going back to some of the ones we've already covered, uh, picking winners. Um, dudes on TV versus Josh Prohibition, Alex Daniels, and Johnny Gargano. I think I'm going to have to go with dudes on TV. I'm going to have to go with. Um, new AIW, Prohibition, Gargano, and Alex Daniels. Just because I was there for old AIW all the way through new AIW. And old AIW wasn't that great. <laughs> it was it was at the time. The times has changed, and it's a different... The company's different, more mature. The athletes are better. Um, I'm not saying that Alex Daniels is a better wrestler than Raymond Rowe. It's just the entire atmosphere has changed for the better. We've all matured, and uh, I like the direction that AIW is in right now. And so I'm picking new. I'm picking old because this is some of the best of the old, and these are not just guys who were part of the old AIW, as you were saying, but these are three guys that have gone past that, and they're now on uh, ROH and TNA, and these guys know what it takes, and I think this match will be no different. And let me see, next, the uh, GNO Spotlight match, Veda Scott with Team Barely Legal versus Taylor Hendricks. Angela Slane and Marty Bell. I think I am obligated to pick Veda Scott and Team Barely Legal. Well, I definitely, I definitely know that Veda Scott is going to win. She is going to win a date with Justin Summers. How about that? That would be excellent. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm picking the newly formed alliance, friendship, partnership relationship of Team Barely Legal, Veda Scott, got to. It's too much fun not to pick. Mm-hmm. And that, let's see, that takes us to, which we're not skipping any, the Dream Partner Tag Team Match. Eddie Kingston and Ricky Shane Page, both with Tag Team Partners. 
mystery tag team partners. I think it's really hard to pick without knowing who the tag team partners are going to be, but I'm going to put my bet on Ethan Page. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no one will team with Ethan Page. So I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston and whoever he picks uh, to defeat a partnerless Ethan Page. And Kingston can put an end to the saga with Page. I mean, did you see Kingston and Nero? Eddie Kingston's ready. Ready mm-hmm. for war. He's going to end this war. Ethan Page is going to wave that white flag. The white knight of AIW is going to wave the white flag. And then Cole Cabana versus Chris Saban. Mm. I like Saban. I will agree with you. I like Saban, too. Uh, it's just based on how they're both going to react the suffering defeat at the last AIW event. Saban is completely focused on getting into the championship picture. He's full-time with AIW. Um, Cole Cabana has podcasts and stand-up comedy and t-shirt companies and radio shows. And and he does some wrestling, too, and that's the problem. When you're Chris Saban, you're 100% focused on professional wrestling. When you're Cole Cabana, you've got some time for wrestling, but you're doing so many other things. It's not 100% time for wrestling. So for that alone, I'm picking Chris Saban. And then the absolute title match... We'll just pretend that this match is happening regardless, no matter what. And I would put my money on Ricky Shane Page. Man, I I want to put my money on Ricky Shane Page. You know, I I managed him to the IW Tag Team Championships in the past. Um, He's over the whole Joey Nixon thing, you know, and, and the cool thing about it is that he learned from it and he knows who he is now. And the fans are behind him and he's got this momentum and he's being talked about all over. Uh, but I think that just is starting to drive Tim down a little nuts. And there's anybody that has overcome every possible obstacle in the past year or two in AIW, it's Tim Dunst. He set out to be the champion, and he became the champion. He did it through, people said, he wasn't hardcore enough to be the AIW champion. He wasn't intense enough. Well, he took on Danny Havoc and Mickey Knuckles in anything goes matches, no rules. Hardcore, extreme, absolute, intense. He won those matches. He laid to rest his feud with Eddie Kingston. He closed that chapter. Um, he faced his trainer, Chris Hero. He beat him. He's done it all. Anything that was put in front of him. He welcomed these challenges. He made these challenges. What what people said he couldn't do, he has done. People are saying he may not even make it to this event. I'm going to go out on him and say he's going to make it to this event. He will compete. He will defeat Ricky Shane Page. I, th- I think with Ricky, he's a guy that's been through everything, and he's he's come back to, and he he is the guy that has been hardcore enough. But I don't think he's he's gotten a proper shot, and this this match would be his proper one on one shot, and he will proverbially shock the world. And I'll be the first person to congratulate him if he does. 
and I'll also be the first person that will check to see if the contract is still valid between he and I, and maybe I'll get a percentage out of, out of this winning. But, um, uh, you know, I, I'd be happy if I can change pages champion. He'd be a great representative of AIW now, now that he's matured. I talked about how AIW has matured and the direction that we're in right now. And Ricky Shane Page, he can lead that way. He's a great example of everything that we have been through and starting off, you know, in a bar in front of 40 people to where we're at now in front of 400, 500 people. This show, there may be six. There may be 600 people in attendance, which is a big deal for AIW, for the growth of AIW. And I think that will wrap it up for this part of the show definitely like to thank you for coming on and talking about and getting in depth on the uh, I Choo 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 card. Do you have any type of plugs you'd like to throw out? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here I am. I'm, I'm in possession of the ring gear worn by AIW's first women's champion, Haley Hatred. Uh, during her match, her barbed wire match, no real barbed wire match with John Thorne, uh, if anybody would like to purchase that, you can reach me at Fair to Air on Twitter or look me up on Facebook, inbox me, make me an offer. I will uh, gladly, gladly partner this uh, piece of AIW history for the right price. And, uh, here's another thing. We, we bet on, uh, you know, we bet on these matches. We see, you know, who's going to win that. Who, who do you predict will pop in the commentary booth this time? I mean, I've had, you know, over this past year, I've had Tracy Smothers in there. They just got Eddie Kingston, uh, outside of the usuals, like Matt Wadsworth and like, uh, Leonard F. Carson. But now, you uh, know, Anybody can show up in there. I'm open to anybody being in there. Colin Delaney's been in there. Who, which you normally wouldn't think would be in the commentary booth with me, who I do some commentary with. This is bonus points. Um, I'm giving you a chance to catch up to my record of 77 and all. <laughs> I'd like to see... I think Grado would be good. I could do some commentary with Grado. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I think Dennis Stamp, too. That could be that could be great. Oh my god, yeah. Tracy Smothers and Dennis Stamp. <laughs> oh, this could be uh, highlight of my career over the past six months to do commentary with both those guys. Oh uh, yeah. Have you uh have you had Compton in the booth yet? No. <laughs> that that would be another good one. <laughs> All right, well, you know, as of right now, I don't know who you know, I'll find people at the event, I'll pick somebody. We'll get him in there. We'll see what happens. And, uh, I'll throw out one more. I'd love to. Uh, have you had Hutter in yet? Not in commentary, no. That would be another good one. But he's we definitely going to be in that together. Uh, back when he was returning to AIW um, at the Absolution, where he wrestled uh, Tim Donst. And we had some good chemistry. We had a lot of fun there. So uh, that could uh, be interesting to see. And But this guy's a Carter now, so... Yeah. Hell, I tried to get him on, on the show during that time, but we had a scheduling conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll be able to do it again. We'll, we'll, we'll get him in there for you. One, one way or another, sooner or later, I think, I'm thinking maybe J-Lit. I don't, I don't know how I want to do these next coming shows, but I know J-Lit I have to do by tradition. Veda Scott has to be on. You have to be on. 
and probably doing the three guest thing again, maybe. But um, definitely thank you for Aaron coming on, and um, we'll be back right after this. At Turner's Hall, the hometown kid wins the title in front of his hometown, and the doors close forever. That would have been a great story. But that's not what happened. Tim Donst won. Tim Donst is still the champion. AIW asked me to talk about my match coming up. And in the email they said, be serious. I find that very ironic on a show called I Choo Choo Choose You. I'm sorry if I'm smiling when I'm out there. I'm sorry if it looks like I'm having a good time. It's because I am. Because I get to live out a dream I've had since I was 14 years old. I've never taken anything more serious in my life. I have two bad knees. A broken foot that will not heal. I have spinal stenosis. Permanent nerve damage in my hand. More concussions than I'd like to count. And you ask me to be serious? Ten years. Ten years. I've been wrestling for AIW. Long before Smart Mark Video. Long before any sort of internet fame. Long before you, Tim Donst. There's nothing more important to me than winning the absolute title. Everyone says it's their year, it's their time. This is my year. This is my time. Wrestling is my life. Wrestling made me. Tim Dots, you say that you're wrestling? Well, I'm AIW. This is the handlebar haberdasher, Marion Fontaine, and you're turning the end of the dial to the Ohio Indy Report. And welcome back for one final rundown for I Choo Choo Choose You. We have Candice LeRae, Joshua Singh, and Flip Kendrick, Tyler Thomas, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, and Lorenzo L. Bruno in a six-way scramble match. The GNO Spotlight six-woman tag team match, Veda Scott, Team Barely Legal, versus Taylor Hendricks, Marty Bell, Mary Elizabeth Monroe. The AIW Tag Team Championship four-way match, The Forgotten versus To Infinity and Beyond versus The Beaver Boys versus The Batiri. Colt Cabana versus Chris Sabin. Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page in a Dream Partner Tag Team match. Brian Williams versus Cliff Compton. And Tim Dons versus Ricky Shane Page for the AIW Absolute Championship. And don't forget, Dennis Stamp and Grado will be in the building as well. And how can I forget also, Dudes on TV, DJ Z, Ethan Carter III, and Raymond Rowe versus Josh Prohibition. Johnny Gargano and Alex Daniels and the intense title match of Davey Vega versus Eric Ryan versus Jonathan Grisham versus Mr. Entertainment himself, Tyson Dukes. And it's tonight at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. I've already told you address enough times, 7.30 bell time. Other events we have coming up, or they have coming up, um, not me. Gauntlet for the Gold 10, Friday, March 20th, 2015, 7.30 bell time. Make them say, uh, April 24th, 2015, 7.30 bell time. The JT Lightning Invitational Tournament, Friday and Saturday, May 22nd and 23rd, both 7.30 bell times. And last but not least, Saturday, May 23rd, 2015, 3 o'clock p.m. bell time, Girls' Night Out 15. And... 
pretty much right after that, we're going to have Absolution, or they're going to have Absolution. So in AIW, there's a lot going on. You are not going to miss any of these shows. And we're starting off with a bang. I can't wait. I hope to see you there tonight. If not, you can follow at Ohio Report and get all the results you're looking for. There's probably going to be a couple other people. PW Ponies will not be pulling from me this time because a correspondent from them I know will be there live in attendance. So unfortunately for me, yeah. So it still stands. You can get all your info for the event on Twitter at Ohio Report and also... On Facebook, just make sure you can see the post because of that whole Facebook thing. Um, you might have to go actually looking for it, but the Ohio Indie Report. And uh, it's going to be a great show. I can't wait. Fun time with friends. And that will do it for the Ohio Indie Report right here on the Ohio Wrestling Network and the Trending Topics Network. And this is the Ohio Indie Report. We're from Ohio. Oh, hey.